On Thanksgiving morning in 1926, the Dunhams set out from their home in Topeka, traveling south down U.S. Route 75 on a 45-mile ride through the autumn countryside. Five people were in the car, the parents, Ralph and Ruth Armour Dunham, their two young sons, Ralph Jr. and Stanley, and Ralph Sr.'s brother, Earl, who worked with him at an auto garage. They were on their way to the town of Melvern to spend the holiday with the Whitneys. Mabel Whitney was Ralph and Earl's sister. The Dunham brothers and their brother-in-law, Hugh Whitney, had made plans to go hunting while the women prepared a holiday meal and the children played. The morning broke clean and bright, an Indian summer reprieve with temperatures climbing to 68 degrees, the warmest in three weeks. Most Kansans had the day off and were outside enjoying the balmy weather. Ruth's younger sister, Doris Armour, who lived in El Dorado with their parents, rode up to Emporia with two friends to attend a football game between the College of Emporia and her old school, Kansas State Teachers College, one of dozens of college and high school football rivalries scheduled around the state that afternoon. Ruth might have preferred going to Emporia with her sister. She and Ralph were quarreling again, a common occurrence. Only 26, she had been married for 11 years already, since she was 15, when she had dropped out of high school in the second month of her junior year. The wedding, held at night at night at her sister-in-law's house in Wichita, had been a tightly held secret, with friends and parents kept in the dark until a week later, according to a belated announcement in the Wichita Eagle. Married life had been difficult from the start, as Ruth endured the serial philandering of her husband, who was seven years older. Their latest argument ended that afternoon, when Ralph departed with his hunting party, Ruth, distraught, waited until he was gone, then left for home, leaving her boys with Mabel and the other children. Sometime that evening, back in Topeka, she emerged from their house at 703 Buchanan and walked in the darkness two blocks towards 6th Avenue. Seasons had changed at sundown from summery day to wintry night. There was a lashing wind, and the temperature was in freefall, plummeting to an overnight low of 24. Most of the shops along the avenue, Fritton Grocery, Golden Gate Coffee Shop, Home Bakery and Lunch, were closed, but lights were on at the Lawrence Drugstore next to the Palace Garage, Ralph's place. The pharmacist, George W. Lawrence, was working inside. Ruth entered and told Lawrence that a dog had been hit by a car and she needed something to put the poor critter out of its misery. Lawrence, amenable to the idea, suggested chloroform. Ruth said that would not do. The smell of chloroform made her sick. She asked for strychnine, and Lawrence relented, selling her ten grams. For whatever pain the dog was in, Ruth seemed in no hurry. Lawrence later recalled that she lingered in the pharmacy and talked to him for several minutes, seemingly in the best of spirits, joking and visiting. After leaving, Ruth went next door to her husband's office and sat at his desk. One call from the Palace Garage, Telephone Exchange 27312, was placed that night, a 25-cent evening call to El Dorado. Ruth had phoned her parents, Harry and Gabriella Armour, who had not seen her since late October when she came home for the weekend of the Kaffir Corn Carnival. Harry Armour had been laid up at St. Luke's Hospital, He'd fallen off a tank ladder in the oil field and broken a shoulder bone. But the accident did not stop the family from luxuriating in the news that Doris, a former Pi Kappa Sigma sweetheart, described as a genuinely beautiful girl with dark brown bobbed hair,
brown eyes and a delicate coloring that is entirely natural, had been elected Miss El Dorado for the carnival. Six years younger than her sister, Doris was the jewel of the family, a popular beauty queen, smart and fun-loving, with a year of college education and a secure job in town. Ruth, by contrast, though equally attractive and intelligent, was a high school dropout in a difficult marriage. In the call to her parents that night from the palace garage, she apparently did not discuss her troubles, but presented herself as being in the best of health. Two people saw her after that phone call. The first was W.E. Briggs, who owned an auto paint shop in the same building as the garage and lived nearby. Briggs later remembered that at 10.30, as he put away his car, he caught sight of Mrs. Dunham sitting at Ralph's desk, writing something. He presumed that she was waiting for her husband. About half an hour later, George Lawrence, the pharmacist...